Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm super pumped about this episode. I have just had this like brainwave of like, yes, that's what I want to talk about today. I don't know why I'm literally sitting here in the middle of work and was just like, oh my God, I need to record my podcast episode. I was going to leave it until later this afternoon, but let's jump in. So I want to talk with you guys about consistency today. And it's something that I had listened to a podcast episode a few weeks ago about and I was like oh yeah like I get it like and you know it related to me a little bit but I think I didn't realize at the moment when I was like in the moment when I was listening to it how much it really really hit home for me and how much it really related to everything that's been going on for me in the last few weeks so If you guys listened to the last episode, you would know that I was doing my seven day wellbeing challenge last week and I had so many of you getting involved. I had heaps of screenshots sent through and had heaps of messages from people that were really loving it and really feeling like they were getting back on top of their consistent habits and the consistency that they know makes them feel good in their lives. And Interestingly enough, I was only going to do it and keep myself accountable for the seven days because I knew that once I kind of got the ball rolling, I'd be like, yep, I'm good. Like I'm ready to go uh, for this week. And I've had clients and friends and other people that have kept going with it and been sending me screenshots on Sunday night for their goals for this coming week, like this week now. Um, And you know, daily updates still. And I am just absolutely loving it, you guys. It's so cool. And I've had a few people send me through their um, goals and we've had some comments in the Facebook group over on the Nourishing Amy podcast community. So it's kind of a little bit ironic that now consistency is like the one thing that's really standing out for me that I want to talk with you guys about today. I think the thing that really stood out for me when I was thinking about this as I was driving yesterday afternoon as well and how this relates to all of us is to really get realistic about what results you've been trying to achieve, whether that's mental, physical, emotional, like what are the goals that you have been setting for yourself? So it might be a weight loss goal. It might be a fitness goal. It could be a financial goal. It might be that you want to be studying and learning more stuff. Uh, You might be wanting to be more productive. You might be wanting to be more calm. Whatever your goals are that you have set for yourself. And the reason that I really love this topic is because it just relates to absolutely everyone. Like 
everyone, we all have goals. And the interesting thing is, I think when we get real with ourselves, we can call ourselves out on a lot of our bullshit and realize that even if we're still kind of achieving what we want to be achieving, we still buy into our own excuses and we still lean into the possibility that it's okay if I, you know, just do this today or if I skip this for tomorrow and I'll get back on track the next day. So it's really thinking about the first thing is what are the excuses that you've been giving yourself? Actually, let's go a step earlier than that. Two steps earlier. (laughs) No notes again, you guys, just rolling with it. Um, First of all, what are the goals that you've been trying to achieve? Have you been trying to eat healthier? Have you been working out and working on your fitness goals? Like what are the things that you've been really wanting to achieve and you know that you've been actively working towards them? So that's the first step of the awareness and the understanding. The second step is, have you actually been achieving those things that you want to achieve? Have you been getting there with those goals? How are you feeling mentally with them? How are you feeling physically with them? And then start to look at what the excuses are that has been that have been coming up. Because I guess to be able to really call ourselves out on our excuses, we need to know what the goals are first. And it's really interesting. So um, I guess I'll give you guys a bit of a personal example. So for me, I've been setting myself nutritional goals and fitness goals. And I think if I'm really honest with myself, if I had stuck to my nutrition goals 100%, I think I would be a lot further along than what I am now. And there's also kind of nothing wrong with that for me at the moment. Like I'm pretty happy with where I am, but I can also realize that if I consistently give in to my excuses or I consistently tell myself that, oh, just this one more piece of chocolate, it's not going to do any harm. It's just one time. If I consistently still keep doing that for another few weeks, for another few months, I know that I'm going to get to the end of this year and be like, what the hell? I've been eating really well. I've been exercising a lot. But I feel like my results aren't adding up. But really, when you think about it, is there excuses creeping in? Is the consistency lacking? And it's really just about being honest with yourself. This podcast is just for you. No one else needs to know what your goals are, where the consistency is lacking, what are the habits that have been lacking, or even the habits that have been creeping in. So I know something for me that I've been doing a lot more recently than what I have in the last few years is getting okay with like having a glass of wine with dinner. And it's not every night, but it's a little more often than normal. And it's funny because I think that we can justify things like this in our head by looking back at our past and thinking, well, it's not like I'm binge drinking on the weekends, you know, I'm not going out and going clubbing and, 
you know, drinking like half a bottle of vodka or like, I don't know, I can't even remember how much I used to drink, but I just look back to those times and think, oh my God, if I did that now, I think I would just pass out from exhaustion. (laughs) Um, But you know, like, so the consistency starts to lack, but because we're comparing it to maybe things and habits that we used to do habits that we that used to creep in that we don't do anymore that we recognize weren't beneficial for our health or our well-being at the time that we kind of just think oh it's okay and like yeah i mean like okay it's one glass of wine with dinner you know every few nights but really if i'm honest Is that extra, you know, probably bottle of wine a week it would add up to, is that extra bottle of wine a week getting me to the goals that I want to be at? Is that extra thing that's creeping in for you, adding up and consistently hijacking your own results? So this can be related to so many things. And I think it's really interesting that this topic has come to mind off the back of the seven day wellbeing challenge, because this is exactly why I created it. Because I I noticed that my consistency was lacking and I knew that after weeks and weeks of just being so busy, so overwhelmed, and exactly like I always say, it's not about time management when we're busy. It's about priority management. And I recognized that my priorities were so out of whack. And I was so far down on my own priority list that I was making myself feel like crap. And I know after speaking with some of you at our Finding Emotional Freedom Tour on the weekend, I was so excited to be able to meet some of you. Uh, we had some really intimate moments and we had some really deep conversations and it was so much fun. I hope that you guys, you know who I'm talking about, um, that came up and gave me a hug and said hello. And um, I hope you guys got as much out of it as what I, what I did, because interestingly enough, my next podcast episode for next week is going to be about some of my takeaways from the Finding Emotional Freedom seminars. But what really came up for me was that idea of consistency and it can be mentally as well. Like is moving your body a mental thing for you as well? Is journaling or gratitude journaling or listening to podcasts or watching interesting documentaries, whatever it is for you, what do you do for your mental well-being? Because your mental well-being is just as important, if not more, than your physical well-being. It's no good just focusing on your physical well-being. Because at the end of the day, if you are still up in the air with your emotions, if you're still overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, depressed whatever it is that comes up for so many of us regularly, how are we ever going to feel 100% amazing? How are we ever going to be our best selves? 
And by noticing that that consistency has been lacking, not just for me, but for so many other people recently as well, it's really starting to get honest with yourself. What are the habits that have been creeping in for you? And I would love for us to share in the Facebook group. Let's talk about what we've been letting creep in. What are the excuses? Even if it's just, I don't have time. I just don't have time to exercise today. I've got too many other things on. I've got to go and pick up the kids or drop the kids to sport and all of that kind of stuff. How can you make it work for you? And I've got some really fun templates that I'm starting to design. I know we were talking the other day in the Facebook group about feeling really overwhelmed and having so many like tabs open in our brains that it was going to be useful to have things like like a cleaning checklist for the week or um like time management checklists and things like that. So I am in the middle of creating some of them, but I can also recognize I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So it might be a few weeks. Actually, let's be real. It's probably going to be a month or so because I'm going overseas um, that they're going to be ready for, but they are in the works and they are coming in. I think they're going to be something that's really going to help with all of our consistency. And you guys will be the first to know once they're ready. Um, I'm thinking about doing a bit of a refresh on my website as well so that all of this stuff that I'm creating this little community these these little pdfs and printables and life hack things that are going to help you guys to work through all of the stuff that is going on for you work through all the stuff that's in your head because by being able to get the things out of your head through your hand and onto a piece of paper, it helps you mentally to be able to work through those things, to reduce the sense of overwhelm, to close out some of those tabs that are just open 24-7. But let's get back to the real topic, the consistency. So we've touched on what's been lacking. And if it's something like, I noticed that I, my goal was to be going for a walk every day or five days a week for a few kilometers, or I wanted to get in a certain amount of steps, or I wanted to hydrate myself, or I told myself I was going to set really positive intentions and keep reminding myself of them during the day to start to change my mindset, or I was going to meal prep, but that didn't happen. And the excuses that have been coming in is, oh, that one lunch takeaway at work last week, that's not going to hurt. Or it's okay, I can go for a walk tomorrow. Or I'll get started on that topic that I'm going to be studying next week. I don't have time for it this week. How are you sabotaging yourself from achieving the goals and the results in your life that you want to achieve? What are you doing to stop yourself from living the life that you want to live? And I know for me, when I really started to think about this, I was like, holy shit, there's actually a lot. It's really easy 
to put the responsibility outside of ourselves and to think about all of the other people in our lives or the other reasons in our lives that things are just too difficult. You know, I got stuck in traffic on the way home from work today and I did, I got home later than what I thought I was going to or some of the kids have been sick or I've been running around at kids' birthday parties all weekend and I didn't get a chance to do the food shopping or the meal prepping. You guys, life is always going to throw us these curveballs. When have you ever had a week that's been perfect that absolutely everything has gone according to plan. I can guarantee you that it is very rare, if ever, that for a whole entire week, every single thing that you wanted to do, that you had planned out, had gone exactly right, exactly as you were hoping. And this is the thing. We have to be prepared. You have to be willing to make your motivation bigger than these excuses. And we've got a really cool meditation that we do at the Finding Emotional Freedom seminar. So again, those of you that were there, you'll know what I'm talking about here. It's so powerful. But rather than doing it as a meditation, because I know a lot of you listen to this while you're driving, I think another really interesting way is just to really think about when you know all of the excuses, when you can really get clear on all of the stuff that's been lacking, the bad habits that have been creeping back in, the limiting beliefs that have been coming up for you, and you consider all of those things Think about all of the stuff that's just thrown you off in the last few weeks. And think about how you feel right now. Think about whether you feel you're really, honestly, 100% on track to achieving those goals that you're trying to achieve, whether it's this week, this month, this year? Are you going to be able to look back in another few months? It's the end of July now. Are you going to be able to look back at the end of this year in December and think I'm so proud of myself because I was bigger than my excuses? I was dedicated, I was committed to making this year the best year of my life and to be making myself a priority. I didn't get life, let life get in the way. Or if you continue to buy into these excuses, to give into these little habits. For me, if I continue to have that extra bottle of wine a week, am I going to be feeling the best that I want to be feeling by the end of this year? Probably not. 
Am I going to be looking the way that I want to be looking? Probably not. And I know when we talk about fitness goals and weight loss goals and things like that, there's this really big push about the aesthetic and our body shape or body size or what we look like not being the end goal. But I think if we're realistic, the majority of us as women do have that still in the back of our mind. For me, it's definitely not my number one priority anymore, but I can recognize that it used to be. But I can also recognize that I am not going to feel my best if I let that habit consistently continue. So if you let your habits that have started to creep in consistently continue throughout the end of the year, what is going to happen? What does life look like at the end of this year if you continue on buying into these habits and these excuses? If you continue letting your indulgences or your excuses get the better of you? And then we look at next year. What happens next year if we continue? If you don't call yourself out, you continue on the way that you have been in the last few weeks or few months. It might be one little habit that you recognize is throwing off your big goal. What does life look like in another two years? three years down the track. Now the consistency is that you're buying into your excuses and you're buying into your habits so regularly that you don't even remember what that first goal was because it's just gone out the window. Five years down the track, what does life look like then? Even if the goal is something as simple as spending more quality time with family or with your partner, with your kids, with your friends. If you are consistently sabotaging yourself by buying into your excuses and by letting inconsistency become the consistent thing in your life, Are you really going to be living the life that you want to live? And are you really going to be achieving the things that you want to achieve? And if we flip it around the other way and we look at all of the things that you have been doing and the ways that you have been achieving your goals and give yourself some praise, be really proud of yourself It's really easy to call ourselves out and to look at our excuses and our bad habits that have started to creep in. But how often is it that you are praising yourself and being proud of yourself for the things that you are doing? And by having this two-pronged approach of really calling yourself out and getting really honest with yourself, but then also bringing in that praise and gratitude and appreciation for yourself. 
you're able to look at it from both sides of the coin. You're able to reset that motivation and that consistency because at the end of the day, eating one good meal isn't going to change the way that you feel. It's not going to change the way that you look. You're not going to instantly lose weight overnight. But it's the same as eating one bad meal is also not going to change the way that you feel, change the way that you look, change the way that you look at yourself in the mirror overnight. You are the sum of your consistent actions. And none of us are perfect. What are the consistent actions that you have been doing recently that are not getting you to where you want to be? Let's call yourself out with them now. I'm the first to put my hand up and say, I've got quite a few that I've had to get really honest with myself in the last week and realize that, hey, this is my life. I am the only person that can choose to change these things. You guys, this is your life right now. You are the only person that can change these things for yourself. Stop waiting for tomorrow. Stop waiting to start next week. Stop waiting for that friend that said they were going to do something with you. Stop waiting for your kids to get older. Stop waiting till you get a new job, a new house, more money. Your life is happening right now. You have the power to create consistent actions right now. This is your life, you guys. Get out there and live it. Make it the life that you want to live. And again, if anything in this episode has really struck home with you and you're feeling like, well, like I know that there's some things I want to do, but I don't really know how or I'm feeling stuck, please reach out. Let's do a discovery session. Come to one of our live events. You are more than welcome to send me a message on Facebook, on Instagram, send me an email, ask me some questions. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm so passionate about, you guys. I want all of you that are listening to live the life that you want to live and to be so happy and so fulfilled that you could listen to this episode and be like, no, you know what? I can honestly say I am doing everything in my power to live the life that I want to live. That could be you. We all have the ability to live the life that we want to live. Sometimes we've just got to get real and call ourselves out on our excuses. Call ourselves out on our inconsistencies. And start to look at where we need to readjust, realign. And be bigger than your biggest excuse. Be bigger than the shit that life throws at you. You've got this, you guys. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm, and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.